You are listening to a podcast of Risen Savior Lutheran Church in Chula Vista, California. Growing in faith, living in hope, serving in love, all to the glory of God. Grace and peace to you from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The sermon text for today is the gospel lesson that we read earlier. Let me just reread a few of the verses recorded in John chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. How important it is to have a good connection, a good internet connection, become one of life's greatest frustrations when there's a poor internet connection. Is there anything more frustrating than when that little circle thing comes up on your screen and the word buffering appears? The same is true of a good connection while talking on the phone. How frustrating it is when you hear only every third word. Of course, there are other types of connections too. Sometimes when you're flying across the country, you have to make a connecting flight. Has it ever happened to you where you're trying to race through the airport to get the connecting flight and you miss it? Sometimes the plane's even there. It's just that the door's been closed. Too late, you missed your connection. Frustrating. So many areas of life, it's important to have a good connection, whether we're talking about the internet, the phone, or the airport. We're also talking about relationships too. It's important to have a good connection with your spouse in so many areas. If there's a disconnect in any area, it can lead to a problem, sometimes big problems. A connection is also very important. To show you just how important a good connection is, just consider the relationship of a husband and wife where one of the the spouses suffers from Alzheimer's disease. The one, the husband or the wife, has no connection to his or her past. Recently, I talked to a pastor who is ministering to a couple like that, and the husband goes and visits his wife every single day. There are the bad days, and then there are the really bad days. The days when he goes to visit his wife and he sees her walking down the hallway holding another man's hand. There's no connection there. No connection to her past. No connection to her husband. And it hurts. Connections are so important. They're important in so many areas of of life. But there's one that trumps them all. It's the vine and branch connection. The branch cannot live. The branch cannot produce fruit unless it is connected to the vine. There is no other way. 
And to help us appreciate and understand the importance of this connection, I'm going to give three names to three branches to help us understand it. The first branch is called the Judas branch. We all know Judas very well, but typically when we think of Judas, we probably think of the last few hours, the last few days of his life. But there's more to the Judas branch than that. Judas was called by Jesus, just like the other disciples, to follow him. And Judas did. There was a connection there, wasn't there? But how it got to the point where Judas betrayed Jesus to his enemies, I don't know. Maybe it all started out with the same sin of greed that we've experienced in our lives. But how that sin grew and grew and grew like a weed until it wrapped itself around Judas's heart and choked off the connection to the vine, choked off the connection to Jesus. There was no longer any connection there. So the Judas branch became the dead branch that had to be cut off and thrown into the fire. The next branch is the Peter branch, we'll call it. That branch also clearly had a connection to to Jesus. Jesus called him to, to be a follower, and Peter followed. And keeping the vine and branch analogy alive, the Peter branch was producing incredible fruit. He was a bold follower, even jumping out of a boat onto the rough waters to walk to Jesus. And man, he was faithful in so many ways, even letting his Lord know that nothing would come between the two of them. Peter even saying that he would pull his sword and fight for Jesus if he had to, and he did. The Peter branch was producing some pretty incredible fruit. But the Peter branch could have been producing even more fruit. It's just that self-reliance and pride started getting in the way and preventing it. And so the Peter branch had to be pruned back, cut back a little bit. Jesus told Peter that Peter would deny even knowing him, and more than once. Peter's self-reliance and pride had to be pruned out of him, and it was. And it was. Remember the look Jesus gave to Peter after he denied knowing him? Remember Peter's response? So different than the Judas branch? He went outside and he wept bitterly. He knew that he had damaged his connection to Jesus and he repented. And by God's grace, the gardener didn't cut him off from the vine. The connection remained, and actually the connection was even tighter than ever before. And oh, the fruit that Peter produced from that point forward. His powerful Pentecost sermon comes to mind. His martyrdom for the sake of Jesus Christ comes to mind. The Peter branch went on to produce incredible fruit. Leaves one more that I want to bring to your attention, different than all the rest, the Jesus branch. Now, I know in our lesson for today that Jesus teaches us he's the vine, not the branch, and we'll get there, okay? 
But the fact of the matter is, Jesus became our brother. He's one of us, a branch. Scripture even refers to him as a branch. And all the Jesus branch did throughout his life is produce the most beautiful fruit in the world. And lots of it. Not talking apples or bananas and oranges, of course. Galatians chapter 5 gives us a list of the fruit that Jesus produced. Love. Joy. Peace. Patience. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. And self-control. Jesus produced that perfect fruit all of the time. The Jesus branch was the pride and glory of his father's garden. There was no other branch that produced any fruit like that. None at all. Which makes what the gardener did so surprising. After 33 years of producing the most perfect fruit, the Jesus branch, Jesus, was cut off. The father cut him off and threw him into the fire. Jesus, experiencing the, very hell, experiencing the very heat of hell itself, as he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Now that doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem fair that that is what the gardener would do. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem fair that that is what the father would do to his son. Yet he did it. And scripture tells us why. God made him, Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 The fact that Jesus became the fruitless branch for us, the fact that he suffered the fate of the fruitless branch for us, is what saved us from becoming the branch that was cut off and thrown into the fire. Thank God for the Jesus branch. Thank God for Jesus. There are the three branches. If we take away the Jesus branch from our options for obvious reasons, which branch are you? I can't look into your hearts and your lives All I can do to to come to my conclusions is base that upon what my eyes show me and what my ears tell me. And my eyes today show me some beautiful fruit. The fact that you are even here is a beautiful fruit of faith. Think about all the other possibilities of where you could be today. Catching up on the laundry. Getting the grocery shopping done for the week getting a little extra sleep, a little extra family time at the beach. But you chose none of those things. You chose to be here today. Beautiful fruit of faith. I can't look into your hearts. I can only base my conclusions upon what my eyes show me, what my ears tell me when you confess your Christian faith. Fruits of faith is what we have here. There does not appear There does not appear to be a Judas branch here that needs to be cut off because it is producing zero fruit. 
So that leaves the Peter branch. By God's grace, that's us. By God's grace, also connected to the vine as Peter was, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. The connection that was made to Jesus at our baptism, but a connection that goes back even further than that. Even before the day we breathed our first breath, even before the foundations of this world were laid, there was a connection there between God and us. And even when that connection was in danger of being cut off because Adam and Eve ushered sin into this world, God had a plan in place to make sure that that connection remained tight. The plan was his son. The plan was the cross. The plan was the empty grave. The plan was forgiveness. Done. Finished. The plan carried out to perfection. That's who we are by God's grace, the, the, the Peter branch, graciously connected to Jesus through, through the proclamation of the word and, and, and gospel and, and the sacraments. What a connection it is that he has brought us into this relationship with, with God, with him. So all is great, right? But even Peter needed to be cut back, needed to be pruned once in a while. Could our connection to Jesus be even tighter than it is today? Even closer? Have we become the self-reliant, proud branch that Peter was at one time? Are we looking to our own strength to produce the fruit that God desires? How interesting it is that in the very middle of this gospel lesson today, Jesus says these words, Apart from me, you can do nothing. Do we need to be pruned once in a while? You bet we do. We all do. Maybe even more striking than the verse found in the very middle of the gospel lesson is the word that is found throughout the lesson. Did you catch how many times Jesus used the word remain? Eight times in eight verses. Actually, he uses the word remain in only five of the verses. So clearly, Jesus is trying to make a point by using the word remain in me so often. As is seen in the Judas branch, the connection to Jesus can be lost, can be cut off. And to that, Jesus says, remain in me, remain in me, remain in me, eight times. Now, I know that my oldest daughter is only in the third grade. But I can envision a time when she heads off to college or whenever she leaves home, where I'm going to sit her down and open up to this reference in Scripture, this gospel lesson kind of envision the conversation going something like this. Listen, just because Jesus has this great connection with you and you have this great connection with him up to this point in your life doesn't mean that it can't be lost. Don't take this connection between Jesus and you for granted. Instead, water it. Feed it. Build on it by being in God's word. 
And then something amazing is going to happen because now you're at this point in your life where you're going to be able to produce some incredible fruit, opportunities you've never had before. You're going to now have the opportunity to produce the fruit of patience as you possibly sit in the room of a pagan professor. You're going to have the great opportunity to produce the fruit of of goodness when your friends are not. You're going to have the opportunity to produce the fruit of self-control as you start to date. You're going to have the awesome opportunity to produce the fruit of faithfulness in a world that is committed to nothing. You're going to have the opportunity to produce the type of fruit God desires. But the only way that's going to happen is if you're, you're connected to him. Remain in him. Remain in Jesus. There's no other way. Apart from him, you can do nothing. Connections are important. Whether we're talking about internet, phone, or the airport, or relationships, but there's no other connection that's more important than the vine and branch connection. There's no other connection more important than the Jesus and you connection. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us stay connected to you. Even grow closer to you so that we can produce the type of fruit our gardener, our Father desires. To his glory. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Risen Savior podcast. For more information about our church, check us out online at risensavior.us.